She got her inspiration from her grandfather. I'm John McDevitt with Paul Kurtz, Marketing Irish Spirits in Pennsylvania, and Yes Craft Beer from the Emerald Isle, among topics covered at a panel discussion and tasting hosted by the Irish American Chamber of Commerce. A lot of accents around here. A lot, but I can understand them so far. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like... They a, are speaking English. They are. I'm feeling like an international man of mystery. <laughs> In good spirits, the rise of craft brewers and distillers in Pennsylvania and Ireland was the name of the event, and it was held on the Skyline Terrace at the Free Library of Philadelphia. That's basically up on the roof. Paul and I sat down with some of the panelists. Up first, John Watchup of the Barons Court Brewing Company, one of the first craft beer producers in Ireland with a zero-carbon footprint. So we're based in the northwest of Ireland. Uh, we're close to the, the border between... Uh, the south and the north and uh, we make artisan craft beer awesome. and we try to use locally sourced products as best we can and then why don't we go around and then I've right. got lots of All right, my name is Niall McCulgan and I'm the brand ambassador for the Muff Liquor Company so the Muff Liquor Company is an award winning potato based spirit company from the village of Muff in County Donegal so we've got a potato based gin and a potato based vodka on the market at the minute Fantastic. And you, madam? And I am Ivan McCarran, and I work with the local agency in Donegal called the Local Enterprise Office. Um, and we kind of work specifically with our colleagues here in Dairy and Strabane Industry Council to try and help companies export, develop, grow, get up and running. So that's what we do on a day-to-day basis. And we have a politician with us, John. Oh. <laughs> no? no, no, I'm not a politician. Wait, I see Dairy City and... <laughs> Strabane District Council. We no, work we, we work for the politicians. <laughs> we work for the community. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, Laverne O'Donnell. I'm from Derry City and Strabane District Council. And as Ivan said, we're here on behalf of the North Ireland Northwest Initiative, um, wherein Derry and Donegal work closely to continue to develop the links. Um, historical links with cities such as Philadelphia which we have around the world um, and to use those best utilize those to help our companies to promote themselves and to open it up to new markets. Ireland known for Guinness but craft beer? John tells us about his artisan beer. So where we are uh, geographically where we are there was no craft beer so that's one of the reasons why myself and another guy started up the the brewery because there just wasn't any craft beer you know it was crap you know your your bland bad beers really that was all you could get but funny since we've started so has the marketplace it started to grow and I would say to be honest we are in a way behind America but at the same time we're still very much trying the sours and we're you know still doing the same things that you're doing here what are you making well we have got uh, red eel stouts we have a few stouts we have uh, a bitter stout we've got a malt stout we've got an oatmeal stout we've got a coffee stout as well did you say oat mint oh no oatmeal oatmeal, oatmeal stout meal yeah. okay oatmeal stout well we're actually funny you might Okay, so we're try- we want to try and experiment with uh, a chili chocolate yeah. stout. Yeah. I think it'd be quite cool. But yeah. anyway, so we've got wheat beers, IPAs, two IPAs, the Pheasant's Hop and the Sadistic Unicorn. Sadistic Unicorn is like a dark IPA, but it's quite fruity as well. And uh, it's, it's a bit dangerous. Yeah. It's beautiful, uh, but dangerous. What's the ABV on it? Uh, it's coming in over nine. Nine. 
right? So we'll see. And is that is that uh, so our measurement, our our sense, like we we say ABV, is it does yeah, it yeah, is yeah, it the same? Yeah, yeah, same, okay. same, same, same. Okay. However, I do think that in the future, the marketplace, you're going to see more polarized approach where you're going, you're going to want the people that, or the people will want that high ABV, but also a low. Uh, you know, one that they could still drink and, and, yeah, we and call drive. Sessionable, session, yeah, sessionable. yeah, that's trending here now. What are you learning here about American beer? Well, what would it take from it here? Beer that is. Uh, in, in beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I met with um, Yards. Yeah, uh, Yeah, yeah. And also, now I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing this right. Concha Hawken. Yep. yep. Very uh, good. That is, wow. wow. So. Uh, <laughs> Met with them this morning, so we're actually hoping to do a collaboration with them. Oh, great! So we headed off well. Great, great. Will you be selling your beers here? Yeah, I know. I know that's the goal. That is the plan. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we do something with them. Yeah, who knows? What is your favorite uh, American style beer or or, 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 a beer that's brewed here? Craft. I'll be honest. Yeah, I I tried uh, sours. People like them. They're not really my thing to be honest I prefer more good IPA mm-hmm. and uh, an eel oh that's great John yeah. on to Nile. yeah hello Nile. and uh, <laughs> my flicker company do you have a, yeah. do you specialize in any one so we specialize in potato based spurts so the reason for the potato base is uh, Laura Bonner is a lady who is the CEO of the company um, her grandfather was a potato farmer in Donegal and he would have made uh, an Irish spur called pochine from the potatoes back in the day and he taught Laura and the family how to make the pochine so she thought this was incredible and this is where she got her inspiration to produce potato based spurts legally obviously <laughs> so <laughs> so the pochine wasn't legal back in the day and uh, so we started with Moff Gin about 14 months ago um, reason being was because of the gin revolution in Ireland it's been going for about 7 or 8 years right now gin is still booming so that's why we started with gin uh, January of this year we just uh, launched Muff Vodka which is also potato based distilled both spurs are distilled 6 times so they're fantastic spirits. that's really where we are today we've uh, planning on whiskey down the line but uh, we'll see how we get on now oh, that it. takes a little longer right? oh yeah at least at least 3 years plus so yeah Somewhere we're thinking about. How long have both of you guys, your companies been in, been around? Go ahead. Okay, so uh, Barnscore Brewing Company, we've been operating now for, uh, I should say, uh, legally, we've been operating for a year and a half. <laughs> legally? Oh. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, maybe another, maybe after a couple more beers, we could get to the bottom of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Muff Lear Company was has launched Muff Gin in February 2018. So it's just over what, 12, 14 months or so, 15. I mean, this clearly is not just fun and games for you guys here. You're, no. you're trying to land contracts, yeah. right? That's right. And that's a good entree to the ladies over here. Are, uh, you, are you the movers and shakers who try to get those contracts? <laughs> there, there are Sherpas. Where are there? <laughs> <laughs> there, there are the What did you just say? There are Sherpas. Sherpas. <laughs> they get us over the mountain. We get them through the summits and then we push them over the edge. It's all downhill from then. Well, we do what we do on a day-to-day basis is businesses come into us. You'll find somebody comes in with an idea. They think they want to do something. They may not even have come from the background, especially in brewing. Like we have one of our local breweries, is Kinniger, his uh, husband and wife team, and they were like uh, graphic designers and communications and 
he's Canadian, moved to Donegal, and they kind of wanted to do something different. They got tired of that, and he went off and came back over to America, trained as a master brewer, and then came back. And then he kind of used us and used our services to do feasibility studies to kind of get support to get it up and running. Evan and Laverne, uh, so you're you're from you're from Donegal, and you are from Derry, right? So how closely uh, are, are you guys like? Enemies are friends. <laughs> we work very closely together. We have a strategy that it has been created with both Donegal County Council and Derry City and Strabane District Council. And it's positioned in the northwest of Ireland, both Derry and Donegal, as a package, as a whole. It's a region, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. How, how difficult is it? I mean, are, is, is, is this a great obstacle or is, is the partnership between America and, and, and your country... Um, I mean, is, is it working or is there a lot more work to do? I think because the opportunity is so big and a lot of the companies that we deal with are smaller companies, so it's kind of it can take longer to kind of turn those into something real for people. Um, but there's, it's been many years, like we've had delegations coming from Ireland and from Donegal and the Northwest. And from Philadelphia as well to, to visit us. So it there's works been, both no, ways. There's good relationships there, which I think... The big thing for us and myself and Laverne was today, like we were meeting the Philadelphia, the Pennsylvania Liquor Board. So it's about us kind of developing relationships that we can use again whenever we go back so that you continually kind of keep that open so that if we get new companies coming to us thinking, you know, I want to go, I want to export. And, and our whole focus locally is you really want people to have a kind of global ambition. Like we are such a small country and the reason that Ireland is doing so well in food is because we punch above our weight yeah. in every kind of way. So for us, we kind of are at the grassroots, working with small businesses, getting them up to a level that the state agencies, the bigger state agencies, will actually facilitate them then. So we need these kind of ongoing engagements in order for us to kind of do something. But those partnerships that we have here are crucial to providing those opportunities for our companies. If just Ivan and myself walked into Philadelphia, well, you know, we could not have achieved what we've achieved over the last couple of days with the agencies here that have supported us to do that. So, yeah, it's hugely beneficial for us and influential as well for our businesses. We'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep working at it. Yeah. Have you met the mayor? We haven't, but our other colleagues, our colleagues have, have yeah. other times. Yeah. Um, but we would kind of tie in with Irish American Chamber um, and then we've kind of then tied in with Pennsylvania of kind of investment people. So they've been more than willing to kind of spend time with us, educate us about what it is to do business here so that then we can carry that back and kind of help businesses to kind of be smarter when they come here. So this is all about forging partnerships and, and, and then that leads to a deal. We're not talking about bribery and blackmail. We're just Absolutely going right not. to that. No, not enough. Definitely <laughs> not. Our, our Irish <laughs> chat is all of that for us. We don't need anything else. John says we will kidnap somebody if we have to. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Yes. Do you find that anyone, anyone that wants to talk, uh, answer this? Do you, do you find that uh, because Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area, Greater Philadelphia uh, area, has a huge Irish influx and a lot, a lot of heritage, does that does that help you? I assume it would. One hundred percent. And I think the thing about it is, we've all know people that have made, come here and made a life here. So there's there's a kind of an openness. So the door's already nudged open a little bit for us whenever we come here. So it's a huge, huge asset to have people here that we know. Having said that, it is a little bit of a double-edged sword. Really? Yeah, because you, you do, you at the same time, you'll meet with a distributor that will say, what, do you expect me to buy your product just because you're Irish? 
Ah. You know, and uh, so I was like, no, uh, I want you to try the product. If you like the product, yeah, then we'll negotiate. But, uh, okay. yeah. but yeah. So. You, are, are you like, how do you transfer that? Like, you want people to try it, right? How, how do you, do you like just come with the beer and the, and the booze? and? Opportunities like this, yeah. where you're kind of like, if you think about the membership, like Alana's organised 145 people or 150 people are coming here this evening, and there's a lot of distributors here, so it's kind of like it's it's a it's a good platform. So it's yeah. important for us to put ourselves in that space that we're willing to do that. We're willing to kind of knock on doors and go and meet people and bring the product. So opportunities like this, because otherwise, as, Alana, or as Laverne says, you're one person knocking on the door of a distributor that's probably getting a load of people doing the same thing. All right, so this is an opportunity for you guys to work the floor tonight, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Meet and engage with people and uh, let them try the product and see what they think. John Teeling of Teeling Whiskey in Dublin was posing for photographs. He also holds a degree from Wharton. He was among the panelists talking about his success over the decades. Well, it has changed dramatically in the last 20 years. And that this, this event couldn't have happened 10 years ago. It just couldn't have happened. One, there weren't that many different distilleries. And two, people weren't as aware of it. They weren't drinking brown spirits as much. And for somebody who's been in the business as long as me, it's just remarkable. We're on a wave now, and let's try and ride the wave. But it is. People, people know what they're drinking now and ask questions. That's why you have the differences in quality and types of products. And it's a much better industry. With all due respect, sir, you are a rock star. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love to hear this. The reason is very simple. is because I set up the first distilleries in 100 years in Ireland in about 1986. And it was way too early. So, you I mean, the only reason I'm a rock star is because I didn't fail. And um, eventually the world, you know, I think success is not failing, isn't it? And eventually things changed and um, we did very well and we sold the first few distilleries to Jim Beam and now we have three more. So we've had six distilleries. That makes me kind of a big player in the industry. They were small, like these guys over here, the small breweries, small, small, small distilleries. Do you ever learn anything from them or do you, your do. Heart, does your heart ever go out to them? You know, well, the very small guys, it's a long road. Yes, it's definitely a long road on that. Um, We've been down that road, and we're, we're to some extent over the hump now. That could be, I could be tempted. We're like the third largest. So we'd be the second or third largest distiller in the country now. Yeah, in, in Ireland. In Ireland, yes. Wow. Um, we do about six hundred thousand bottles a week. Or, are, are there any hopes for these guys that are smaller? Batch? Some of them are going to make it quite well. Um, you only have to look at what's been happening with gin or what you've been looking with small batch bourbon in the States. Some of these guys have boomed. You have to look at Tito's vodka, for instance. Look at that, came from nowhere. So, yes, some of them. Now, a lot of them will struggle. A lot of them, it's a lifestyle. And even some of the men here tonight now, I think a couple of them, it's a lifestyle business for them. They enjoy what they're doing and they've moved out to specifically give them something to do to make life worthwhile. They may never grow because as long as it's a lifestyle business. But, you know, good luck to them. They'll make good products. 